welcome to the Mammoth Games cast for the week of November 19th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. How's it going? It's going, man. Uh, how's it going with you? It's been going. Yeah, um, yeah I've had some uh, kind of, you know, like we, we were doing some stuff at the house, got new uh, Christmas decorations, got a Ooh. new, like, uh, bed frame and mattress and everything. Oh, damn. Well, yeah, what kind um, of mattress did you go with? We actually did the same thing, like, this year. Yeah, well, you know, I've had a. Um, like, I got a memory foam mattress when my family lived briefly in Mississippi, which was my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this is actually, like, a lot older than I thought it was. Yeah, so you forget about that. Yeah. yeah. Like, mattress stuff especially is, like, hard to remember. So it's like, it's why supposed would anybody to be, give a shit? Well, you're supposed to do it every, um, like, eight to ten years, right? You're supposed yeah, to yeah. rotate I, that shit out. guess I hit that. I mean, it was like, we got it in my eighth grade going into ninth grade, so... Oh, wow. Um, yeah. That son of a bitch has been around for a while. So yeah. I was like, yep, time to swap that bitch out. So that was like an early memory foam, but before memory foam was very good. Like, I still needed to have a, uh, um, like, foundation under it or whatever. Right. Uh, like a box spring. So um, we got a platform bed to eliminate the need for a box spring and a uh, half gel, half memory foam mattress. Nice. Yeah, we went with... That's um, pretty nice. We went with the purple brand when we... Mm-hmm. ordered our mattress yeah i've heard that's really good that was really fucking cool like i i've never seen packaging quite like that mm-hmm. um they give you it, it comes in like a big uh almost like a big duffel bag yeah that's like gel or whatever yeah that's what i had yeah and you have to take like a basically a big like letter opener mm-hmm. and slice all the packaging that side packaging and then after it like after it unfolds and gets out of that like shrink wrap state it like like fluffs and it's fucking crazy yeah that was a, that i don't know why i was blown away by that that's cool yeah that's <laughs> been a like a selling point of like casper mattresses for a long time when they were like um you know it's so cool to see it like pop out of the box or whatever yeah yeah it was it was neat yeah so i've been right. doing a, a good bit of that and uh i'm sure to a surprise to no one i have not been playing very much um oh. Primarily, that, that is surprising. Um, well, yeah, half surprising. Um, well, I mean, if we would have recorded a little later today, I would have been playing uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Right. Um, just haven't received it yet. But um, what I have been doing is I've been playing. Uh, I, I started over, so I have a little bit of knowledge to to my start because I realized I kind of fucked myself in the beginning right. of uh, BattleTech. So okay. um, I've been playing through again. I at this point, I this morning, I just caught up to. Uh, where I had been in the past, so I really only lost like maybe I don't know, like four or five hours of work, maybe. Um, so I, I'm caught up at this point, uh, doing my thing with my dang out. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I've got a much better run going this time. So there is a BattleTech DLC coming out later this month that I'm probably not going to pick up right away, but I definitely am gearing up for that. Um, I bought on Steam. I got a really good deal on um, the Return of the Obra Dinn, which was that uh, Lucas Pope game that we had been talking about. Right. Um, it was like you're like an insurance agent, like solving what happened on this like pirate ship, basically. And then um, I also picked up on Steam uh, the Call of Cthulhu game. I have not gotten a chance oh. to start that either. Yeah, but, I need to know more about that one. Yeah, that's after we record i'm planning on you know if i haven't gotten pokemon yet i'm gonna start that so hell yeah 
a lot of shit going on. I also signed up for uh, Xbox Games Pass. I got it for a dollar. Uh, so, I mean, it's kind of hard to say no to that. So, sure. um, I'm going to be trying to check out uh, what Forza Horizon 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I've been doing, me and Shannon continuing to do a little bit of uh, Divinity Original Sin, which I believe you've still been playing. Yes. Um, yeah, that's been fantastic. I, I uh, Back with Battletech, uh, just talking mm-hmm. about like how long uh, you played and then you like reset, like... It's yeah. it's almost worth it to have the knowledge. Just yeah, to have that I mean, bit like, of knowledge I'm known so you don't for, make those early mistakes. Um, yeah. I'm known for really doing that to myself in a lot of especially like I don't know, games where you have like builds, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like um, very decision heavy uh build building games. Yeah, like tactical stuff. Tactical RPGs, stuff like that. I, I tend to do that to myself a lot where like I'll build up this whole, like, I get, like, 50% of the way through the game, and I'm like, oh, I fucked this up. Like, I should have never done this way back at this point, so I'm going to completely restart, get a whole new story going and everything. Um, right. Which can, like, really, like, fuck you up, because you end up just playing the beginning of the game over and over again and never getting anywhere. Yeah. Uh, which I've definitely done to myself in the past. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Battletech's a really good strategic game. I mean, I think it's, like... If you're not really into mechs, this would be, like, probably the only game you would still want to check out in, like, the mech field. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's it's a lot more, like, uh, it's, like, a, a really interesting take on, like, an Advance Wars or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I mean, like like we mentioned before with Divinity, we had to reset. Myself mm-hmm. and Pacey. Um, mm-hmm. which, which was fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the games... We, we learned a lot. Yeah, these games really need to take into account, like, um, letting you do, like, full skill rebuilds and stuff. Because if you don't, you're just going to restart the game, and then if you restart it once, you're probably never going to finish it. Like, imagine if you and Pasty had gotten to that boss that, like, changed state ten times. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, oh, I realized, like, I fucked my game up, and we have to start all the way back at the beginning. Yeah. Like, that that would be, like, completely game-shattering. Yeah, that would, that would be, ru- yeah, game-ruining. Yeah, it's um, like, well, I can't play this anymore. <laughs> to be honest, we probably should have re- restart a second time too. Um, respect, you mean? Well, we did respect, um, mm-hmm. which is what I was gonna, what I was gonna bring up because it it was much needed. Um, we probably should have restart a second time, um, not because we made a mistake in the game, but in mm-hmm. choosing what we were going to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, you act, you fall on, into roles. Yeah. And that's um, that's like it, that's one of the things that you kind of manage as you play. You figure it out as you go. You don't right. just go. I know I'm going to be a. Um, you can go in like I'm going to be a warrior, but then you find a good warrior and you can't find a good mage. That kind of changes the way right. you're going to build your character. Um, so, you know, I, and it was good that that. We didn't reset though, uh, because it gave my character lady some. She gave her it gave her some extra abilities that she wouldn't have had down the other path mm-hmm. after she respects. So like I can talk to animals and do a bunch of other yeah. stuff now. Yeah. Um, and having that from the beginning has been one of the most useful things. Just the ability to talk to animals. Yeah. Uh, because you just you, like if you're lost, you can just figure it out. Um. But yeah, um, I respect fully as a uh, witch geomancer. 
which has been really really fun. That's like it's a trick class. Okay. Like that sounds um, cool. Like you can charm people, and mm-hmm. then have them fight for you, which is really awesome. Tons of summons. Um, I, I actually picked up the like for Geoman or for Witch. I picked up the like summon undead knight, and uh, he provides that dope. knock. He provides knockdown almost every uh, uh, like on every swing. He has a like a thirty percent chance of knockdown. Holy shit! Um, yeah, he's he's a real heavy hitter uh, as well. The master skill for Geomancer, I picked up um, Summon Slug. Mm-hmm. Anywhere it moves on the battlefield, it drops poison. Oh, shit. It's fucking crazy. So you're just um, like drawing lines of like, well, if the enemy wants to cross this, they're fucked. And if they don't, then I don't have to worry about my flank or whatever. Right. So I, Man, can, create, I can create a line and infect people with poison and then mm-hmm. pasty as now a full-on mage can hit them with fire and they fucking explode oh my like god like we blow people up it's incredible that's so good yeah um and yeah I, i'm loving i'm loving this game and i'm loving the idea of playing with like getting you into the game for the second one with mm-hmm. the upgraded mechanics like it's gonna feel yep. like a real upgrade and I, i'm so excited for that that's cool yeah um and little things that like you you don't learn until later we're looking at it on the stream right now um blood counts as water and you can electrocute it oh shit Um, it can stun you that is dope yeah and i noticed um like there's little things that will just like occur in the game that are from like auto builds or whatever that you Mm -hmm. don't notice and it's like every time shannon's character which is like a shadow rogue or whatever Right. She would, like, walk into battle, and all of a sudden she'd be healed. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we just yeah. kept, like, seeing it happen over and over again. And then later, Leech. when I was looking at my fucking, yeah, level ups, I was like, Leech, you just get healed every time you're near, like, any source of blood. And it picks it up off the ground so it can't be electrocuted. It is such an important wow. skill. It, like, sucks it up, too, huh? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It, yeah, there's, there's such cool, good. like, combo potential in the game. Yeah, I can't wait for that to figure out how, um, like how your character is gonna play into the dynamic that mm-hmm. like Pacey and I have built so far. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be really cool to for our first stream just to be able to sit down, talk about what you know what we are and what we're doing, and then what you know you you're gonna um, you're gonna bring to the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as of right now, we're both magic users, so. Well, I definitely, like, I usually go into stuff, like, as a sword and board, like, tank. Um, Yeah. Just because that, like, is not super difficult. You can learn how the game is working. Um, You know, because it's not like, I don't know, it's not like you have to, like, have this amazing tactical mind to figure out how to, like, stand somewhere and get hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right. How, well, how far um, do you think you guys are in uh, the game? Like, how, how much longer do you think until we try to start that? Um, let me look at. Uh, I so love everybody been... slipping on the ice in this video. <laughs> yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. There's a fucking Buster Keaton film over here. Um, I'm hoping. Whoa! I'm hoping in <laughs> in two weeks we'll be wrapping it up. Okay. Um, we're gonna try to. I think we're sitting down and we're playing. Um, 
I think the idea is when we're when we're all together, we're gonna play some Fallout. So if it's uh, Pacey and I, and then we're joined by um, uh, uh No, actually, Blonde Bombshell. Blonde Bombshell. Um, okay. If she joins us, then we're gonna play Fallout. But likely, um, some of the earlier days, uh, mm-hmm. I, I just kind of like backload what I have to do, and I can, right. you know, do my like I can do my work on my own time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can play maybe two or three times a week. Okay. Uh, and I'm hoping within that two weeks, we'll be good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we can start early de- early December, maybe second week of December. Okay. Um, so if you, like, I really want to capitalize if you have that, like, little bit of time off or something. Mm-hmm. So we can get, a, like, a, a solid start. So it's not like, oh, I only have, like... You know, an hour or an hour. Well, yeah, hour. I would definitely, like, a first playthrough would probably... I mean, realistically, we're probably going to spend a fucking hour making characters. Like, yeah, not even actually playing, you know what I mean? Right. Because it's like, oh, well, uh, holy shit, this new spell is going to, like, really combo well with what you're doing. And, like, you know what I mean? All that shit. Yeah, just, so, like, uh, rebuilding. Yeah. But so, I will say, Yeah, looking I will at s- December, um, I should have... Uh, if I'm calculating properly, I should have the weekend, uh, so like Friday the 7th, 8th, 9th off. Um, and then, obviously, like Christmas week, I have, uh, I don't go back to work until the 28th, so I'll have uh, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 26th, 27th, 28th. I might have the 21st off too, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, that's the week I want to capitalize on the most, for sure. The, um, like, the, the first, I guess the beginning of the second week of December. Yeah. So I think let's let's aim for that. Um, I'll bring okay. that up, too. And, uh, uh, I mean, now that we're looking ahead, we're also on uh, Saturday, December 1st. We're going to be um, interviewing okay. the founder slash, I don't know, CEO, leader of um, Whitethorn Digital, kind of a, uh, a new... Um, co-op indie publisher. Yeah. Uh, in like Erie, Pennsylvania, which is really cool. Like uh, part of their their stated mission, I guess, is to um kind of like bring some gaming publishing to the Rust Belt, which is amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that should be really cool. I, I we're gonna like think of some questions to send to him and like um just you know do like a quick hour like. Uh, as long as both of us make it to interview, we'll just put the whole thing up live. Um, probably just stream audio and maybe whatever to, um, you know, have as images in the background. Uh, and then, um, if not, I'll just get a podcast recording out. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess since we've kind of like branched out there, let's get back to what we were uh, rambling yeah. a lot. We'll get back to what we're playing as well. Yeah. Of course, we had um, Fallout seventy six come out. We talked about that a little bit last week. Um, yeah, some cool updates. We have seen some cool shit and some crazy stuff has went down. Um, oh, yes. We we ended up uh, traveling the other day just as far um, as like it wasn't as far as we go. We were checking everything out as we went, uh, mm. and we found. Um, a ton of dead Brotherhood of Seal. Okay. And they they had this huge defense set up at the front of this building. Um, 
and it said i can't remember what it said uh like some sort of um like institute or something like that and i looked up and there was this big automated um anti-air cannon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when I, I interact with it it said uh um repair so i repaired it i repaired a few other things wasted just a ton ton of stuff like resources and whatnot um mm-hmm. and and then we started seeing a countdown for something, an event called uh, a line in the sand. And it said mm-hmm. brace. And it wasn't until about uh, six seconds until what was set to happen happened. Um, did I look up and see that there was a countdown and the countdown said brace for scorch beast assault. Damn. And I cool. was like, oh shit. Because I looked over, I'm like in my 20, like I'm in my like like low 20s um blonde bombshell is 19 pasty wasn't even with our team which would have been a great asset as a level 16 even though he wasn't you know right up there with you know my level or even mm-hmm. bond's level uh but the person we did have with us was Kesaria. okay at level six oh boy. i bet that was rough and as soon as i saw it coming in i was like Oh shit, let's just get inside this building. I went in, load, 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 long fucking load time, of course. And they're like, mm-hmm. this anti air is fucking it up. And I was like, oh shit. So I turned right back around, went back outside. That's funny. Um, for whatever reason, we failed the mission, but we killed yeah. the Scorch Beast. Um, I wonder if, like, when you tried to leave, it, like, disconnected from the beast or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it was doing some crazy stuff, like some sonic attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, that had like almost a poisoning effect or a ra- it was either like a poison or a radiation. Um, it caused, uh, it caused like disease. And I, I don't know if I ended up getting diseased from that, but, um, it was a crazy fight and we ended up taking it down and little did we know that was just the beginning of the fucking, uh, rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. So we take that down. We walk into the building, and it's an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, until we started hearing, like, weird shit. Oh, fuck. Um, and we, we were like, I was like, what was that? Was that you? And Blonde Bombshell's like, no. And I was like, oh, man. I'm hearing some weird knocking at the end of this hallway. And we ended up never finding, like, anything, like, paranormal or anything. Um, but mm-hmm. what was in there was uh, a Wendigo. Oh, shit. Running on all fours. Super long, like, arms that basically drugged the ground when it walked on its hind legs. If it didn't yeah. walk on its hind legs. Um, it was irradiated. As soon as I saw it, I ran the other fucking way. That thing mm-hmm. ended up killing our entire team. And we had to go back in and, like, take a shot at it. Mm-hmm. It was. It was... It was pretty crazy, but we found some cool stuff in there. Um, we found uh, I, I found a a room that had a pedestal. It, it was like um, a like almost like a cell for mental patients. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a chair with a a, um, a body in it, a skeleton mm-hmm. with no head, but the head I guess had fallen off. But it was a Brahmin skull that was laying next to it. Bam. Um. On the wall, it said nothing is real, painted in, like, blood. Mm. 
And there was just a cigarette and a lighter on a pedestal in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And there was also a clown mask. Oh my god, that's so cool. That's that's so, the shit that I want to see in Fallout games. It's so good. And I I, I was like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm taking this fucking mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I took the mask. It works really well with my crazy-ass clown outfit. Um, mm-hmm. And later on... Uh, let me see if I can skip forward a little bit in the video that we're watching. But later on, we found some other really cool stuff. We found a... Uh... And I can't find what I'm looking for in here. Uh, we went into a like a mine that told... You know, it was like, hey, go into this uh, abandoned mine and look in this locker, I guess. We were searching for a special locker or something. Mm-hmm. Um and we get in there and we start noticing this cult stuff mm-hmm. going on. Oh, and I'm this clown mask that I'm wearing has like a Sid Wilson nose from Slipknot that he would like jerk off. Yeah. Um, so I was immediately like, yep. Um, but yeah, in this, in this mind, we started noticing this cult stuff. We're like, what is all this now? Uh, there's like gnarled trees with skulls and barbed wire wrapping them together. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, as we get down there, we're like, we're missing something. We got to the very end, and there was nothing. Tons of mole men, mole miner mm-hmm. men, and mole miner men. We yeah, we got through it all, and I was like, ugh, right as we were getting ready to give up, I was like, okay, let's just get out of here. And blonde bombshell was like, I found something, and when I went over to her, they had like hanging moss mm-hmm. over a very small part of this cavern that you could walk straight through. And it led back to more sketchy shit. Um, but one of the things that was back there was uh, a bunch of statues. And it wasn't small statues. It was like there were buried statues because there were a huge face like on the wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looked like something from Skyrim, kind of. Um, okay. As well, uh, a huge dead Cthulhu monster. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was really, it was just a really cool thing to stumble upon. She yeah, that was probably the, um, uh, what's in all the games? Like, it's, there's like, it's like a mining site in Fallout 3, and there's like a building in Fallout 3 and a mining site in Fallout 4 that's, mm-hmm. uh, Cthulhu. It's a direct Cthulhu reference. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't the, recall. The it's something been a building. really long time. But yeah, that's, it's probably, it's probably continuing that trend. Yeah, um, so, she ended up finding an outfit that had... It was like a cult leader outfit. And mm-hmm. the mask was like a human skull. It looks it, it looks something like... Um, almost like one of Joey Jordan's masks. Yeah. And it had like barbed wire wrapped around the head. Damn. Really good. Um, so, you know, we, we were really on the search last night for something like equally as cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't find anything quite that that cool, but we want to go back to the asylum because there's a uh, there's a door in there that you have to be a military you have to be a military personnel, and then you can apply to be a Brotherhood of Steel, mm-hmm. and then you can get through this um, other doorway that locks off part of the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's what that's kind of like our next goal, um, but it's been it's been crazy. It's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm, I'm looking for these stories of where the game went really right, you know? 
Yeah, and I mean, that's what I was talking about when the game was coming up. It was about, you know, it's not like how you play it, but it's how mm-hmm. you kind of perceive it. It's like my story can be maybe right. a little bit different than, you know, your story or whoever's story. But, um, yeah, I mean, Blonde Bombshell and I, who have been playing the whole thing together, like, Pasty jumps in pretty frequently. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the, the stories that that we have, I think are fantastic and they're, they're really good. Just as good as us playing, um, you know, like solo and then, you know, talking mm-hmm. about it back and forth. Yeah. Um, going back to, uh, divinity. Um, one of the guys in our stream says that he got it. Uh, he loves it. He played through to act two on PC, but then his graphics card died. So he's playing on PS4. He <laughs> picked it up for eight bucks. I'm going to try to complete it this time. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, we've been playing as well, too. Uh, you know, feel free. Um, here on Twitch, I am... Uh, if you look up Night Swarm, I should be the first guy. Um, the real and, Night Swarm. Uh, yeah, technically, it's the real Night Swarm because some guy isn't using Night Swarm. You gotta sit on that shit. When you get a good name, you gotta sit on that fucker. Yeah. It doesn't do where that money's at. Yeah, they're supposed to, like, reset it. And it's been now, like, five years. And he's done yeah. nothing with it for like four of those years. He hasn't been active. Yeah. And all of this time he hasn't been active. Only so. thing he's ever played is League of Legends. And he has no videos. The only followers he have, half of them come from me. Yeah. Because someone was looking for me. So don't and make they, that mistake. They follow you both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah mine actually looks active. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, it, it's really good. Um, if you know, you're looking for people to talk to about it. There's, a few, mm. you know, myself and Pacey are playing, and then Filterboard here is going to be jumping into two with us. Um, Hell yeah! Next, uh, well, in the coming weeks. So right, cool. Um, as well for me, uh, the like I play, I've played a bit of Red Dead. The missions have been really fun. Um, mm-hmm. There's just so much, so I'm like, my time is really split. Where I would focus on a game, and I would get you know really far, and I would have a ton of information. I, my yeah. time is being like really pulled apart um so it's like an hour here and then you know the next day i'll play an hour on this um Mm -hmm. but yeah the game still continues to be slow uh we've got to look at the um video game awards uh nominees for game of the year this is one of them um Mm -hmm. as well you know within with spider-man with god of war um a few other games um I, I, I really like this game, but I don't think it's game of the year. I think the the, the old system um, mm-hmm. holds it back from being yeah. game of the year. I think I would cast my vote with God of War. God of War. That's what me and a guy at work have been talking about. It's it's new and fresh. Um, you know, you can really feel that it's not the same old game that you have been playing mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, th- this was cool. Things still surprised me. I was talking about it before the show. Um, with uh, with with you, um, mm-hmm. as soon as we jumped on these two horses, uh, Sean got sniped off the horse. Instant kill, one shot. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to wait until <laughs> until that part. It just forced me to to reset. It's like, yeah. well, damn. Um, really do be like that sometimes. But the mission, the mission was really cool. Um, it was just like burning down a tobacco field, mm-hmm. and. You know, it was a stealth mission, which I, I'm a big fan of stealth. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the guy, pulled the gun. It was done right away. <laughs> it was fast. Fastest um, hand in the West. Uh-huh. Sounds like I don't. It. I don't even believe he used his hand. Oh, shit. 
fastest dick in the South. Um, um so so and the last thing I've been uh, that I've been playing, I only got to play it last night, and I wanted to just talk about it really quick. We, and we'll probably talk about it more next week. Um, Pokemon Let's Go. Hello. Uh, let, let's go Pikachu. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I picked up Pikachu. Um, and it's, yeah, it's super good. Uh, like, I was really surprised. I, I You know, like everyone, I was, like, kind of concerned. What about, um, you know, catching and you're not fighting the Pokemon? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to, like, how is that going to feel? Is it going to feel weird? It doesn't feel weird at all. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can just capture all the Pokemon, uh, go into your inventory, and then all those extra Pokemon you have, you don't have the box uh, to store Pokemon in. It stores in your inventory. Mm. And then you can transfer it straight from your inventory to, uh, like, Oak, all the extras. Yeah. And he'll give you extra stuff. Like, I caught um, five uh, male Nidorans in a row. And when mm-hmm. I transferred all of them, he was like, oh, you caught five of these in a row. Here's a cool bonus candy. Uh, and I was like, yeah. nice. And it the candies boost your Pokemon stats. Yeah. Just like it would, like, with, like... Uh, um, like the different items that would boost your stats in, uh, in like the original games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, really good. Uh, catching, catching's fun, um, but battling feels exactly the same um, yeah. as pretty much any other Pokemon like hardcore RPG um, mm-hmm. Pokemon game, and uh, everything's familiar. It's crazy to see some of the um, some of the like areas and the people mm. after remembering what they were like in 1997 yeah so yeah i could see that it's cool um as well playing um a bit of pokemon uh pokemon go i can't wait to see how that integrates into uh, let's mm-hmm. go um they do have a few events going on right now i think uh going on until the end of closer to the end of the month um, if you hatch 2k eggs, you have a higher chance to get, um, the, like, baby version of Pokemon. Right. And even, uh, a chance to get a shiny Elekid. That's cool. That yeah, a shiny Elekid would be really cool to get. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of cool, good stuff going on in video games in general, but in Pokemon as well. Yeah. Um, good stuff. So, get out there and let us know what, uh, what you guys think of all that noise. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much... That's it for me. A lot of stuff. Alright. Well, that was my cat knocking down my Steam controller. <laughs> it's thrilling. Um, yeah, so for... Uh, I guess we'll just dive right into uh, the game's releasing. Cool. Um, well, so... First, if you guys, always, as always, get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc for all that stuff that we talk about here and more. Um... Tons of good stuff uh, yeah. happening over there. So, you know, come chat with us on the daily and follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, that's how you know when we go live to do this right here. All right, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, jump into the games releasing. <coughs> so, we are only having uh, anything really notable release on uh, Tuesday the 20th this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some kind of, I don't know, one really notable, one funny notable, and one that will probably get a lot of play, even though I'm not super into it. Right. 
Um, so we'll start right off with Battlefield 5 coming out for PC, PS4, X-Boner uh, from DICE. So, um, I mean, I don't, you know, there's not too much to say sometimes. Like, this, mm -hmm. the fifth Battlefield game. Right. Well, the fifth numbered Battlefield game. There's, I mean, there's, they're doing some stuff, like, between all of the games, I think I like Battlefield the most. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, there's, it feels a bit more, like, realistic, and especially realistic in what I want a first-person shooter to be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, you know, this one, I mean, there's been already a lot of interesting things that have uh, went down. Um, like, a lot of people were, like, blown away that the cover had uh, a female soldier on it. Yep. <laughs> right out of the gate. Um, so, you know, that was a thing, I guess. The, uh, I was in like, the campaign, I, you actually I, play as the female. Um, like, I don't know, she's like a captain or something. Yeah, I'm like, that's... British. Awesome. Like, I don't... What, what, yeah. do you, what are we talking about here? Um, but that's one of those things that they can only pull one time. I feel like Battlefield knew what they were doing. I mean, and, if they just make every game have a female main character at this point, probably nobody will ever give a shit again. Right. Well, I don't think that they could actually pull the and get the reaction they did because any reaction right. is good like publicity that was the press right right um so i you know that that worked out for him um but story-wise i can't say much about but the game does look solid the frostbite engine mm -hmm. um constantly is developing and you know becoming more right. uh and i mean that, that's an engine is just a, a bunch of tools put together to function mm -hmm. properly there was a great article about that this week oh really yeah, there's nice. like game engines aren't what you think they are or something like that by Jason Jason Schreier. At the, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was that Kotaku? Kotaku, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's one of the guys that I'll actually like when he writes an article. I'll actually check it mm. out. Yeah, um, he's had some misses for sure in the past, but um, sure. usually he's pretty good. Yeah, and that's really saying something. Pacey yes. and I were talking about that the other day. It's like you can't follow. Uh, like an entity you can't follow um like ign or GameSpot or polygon or kotaku because there's people within those companies that just and they cycle terrible. in and out so quickly and they'll just get any old idiot to write a certain review if they can't get one of their people to do it yeah there's some yeah. terrible people in, on, in all of them yeah and it, it's like nowadays you really have to whittle it down we were saying like i was saying um Back forever ago, when you know I first started like reading stuff in video games, there was a ton of stuff out there. Uh, but one of the biggest things was EGM uh, mm -hmm. for me, and I would constantly get the R. EGM R. magazine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I would get their magazine, and then I started reading. They had the editor section at the back, and mm -hmm. those guys had like there were guys in there that I really would respect their articles, and other guys that I just didn't, I couldn't even give a shit about. Um, I can't even remember the guy that I just absolutely hated. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, he he was terrible. Um, I don't remember why it was. Some, he wrote something that was just like he is so far off base, and I can't believe he even thinks that's true. That I just yeah. fully lost all credibility in like two paragraphs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like i i think yeah that time is well past and i think it's because we get information so fast these days um but yeah i mean you know it i 
I do think finding those like solid people that you trust that that's definitely good. Um, and he, I think he's one of them. But you know, this game in in general, um, I don't think you'll be surprised with it. I think if you're a big fan and then you jump into it and you're not expecting like a step up in like graphical fidelity or um, maybe you haven't done all of the research into what the game is, you could be surprised by the. Um, I don't remember their battle royale mode um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean everything's got a battle royale mode these days so <laughs> yeah but that's definitely true the game looks really pretty that's that that's where i'm gonna end my little piece on that speaking of amazingly gorgeous games uh oh yeah we are looking down the barrel of farming simulator 19 coming out for a pc ps4 xbox one also on the 20th that is being published by Focus Home Interactive, who will put oh. any old shit on any fucking system you've ever heard of. Fucking God uh, This is going to... Bl- remember how, like, in our last year at GameStop, people would be like, yo, do you guys have the new Farming Sim game? And it was like, if we got one in, used to be gone that day. Yeah. It, like, Im- it, immediately. Um, people are really low-key into simulation games. Oh, yeah. Hi, Kate. And, People out here really be playing, like, fucking Euro Truck Simulator for eight hours on Twitch. But they won't talk about it. If, no. if they're talking about games with their friends, they won't go, oh, man, you won't believe it. Because nothing exciting happens in the game. Oh, no. <laughs> but it, there's a sense of accomplishment yeah. of selling fucking 6.3 million to the government so they can inject, you know, something, into the, in my ass. something into the corn that just fucks you up. Sure. Um, but that's not what the game's about. Is so it? you you don't have to worry about that. What if they made like a, a like conjoined Monsanto simulator game that was like a DLC? I'd play it. I'd play that. For a week. Um, but yeah, I, I really looked for the other article, like, I could, or the other video. I couldn't find it. I saw it, it was a TV spot um, video when I originally saw it, but um, it was like Fast and the Furious. But it was like super epic farming sim, mm-hmm. like a tractor versus like Dom from Fast and the Furious. That's pretty so, good. So dumb. Um, but yeah, after that, the last game that we have releasing, um, not to be outdone, uh, coming to Switch for the first time from Digital Exp- Digital Extremes. Mm-hmm. Warframe. Um, a lot of people still playing Warframe. Then just play free. Yeah, uh, like, uh, like I, I know Grim, he, who's in the podcast quite often, he still mm. plays Warframe. Um, more recently, coming into my podcast a lot, Toxic Salad, she plays this a healthy amount. Um, yeah. it, still, it still has a good fan base, and they know it. Like, the Digital Extreme guys, like, not only have they upgraded the game entirely one time into basically what Destiny yeah. should be. If yeah. you want to play Destiny, just play <laughs> this. That's fine. And play it for free. Um, mm. because you can get everything for free. Yeah, that first graphics update that they did, just like I remember when you know it was one of the free games that was out when the PS4 launched. One of the first games I played on the PS4. It was one of the first games I played on the PS4, and at the time, the gameplay was really rough. I was like, "Oh yeah, eh, this ain't this ain't it. This, this ain't it, guys." Me. And looking at the gameplay that I see now, anytime they have like a new major like expansion or whatever come out, and looking at this. It, it looks amazing compared to what I played. Right, right. 
Um, and speaking of those updates, they just had a big update, um, mm-hmm. like last week last, or the week before. Week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a ton of new stuff, a new world, new items. Um, that and that's what's keeping people coming back for right. sure. Um, you know, even if they leave for, you know, like a couple weeks, they're going to be back that next month because there's going to they're going to be a content drop, something new whatever. coming out. Right. And this is what more companies need to do. They need to believe in their product this much to continuously push it out. Like they're doing a great job. Overwatch is doing a great job. I, I right. even I'll even say Grand Theft Auto has done a great job of supporting their game, even though it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's you know a, a healthy amount of other people. And I think this is a really good shift for the gaming industry to yeah. d- not just release it. I mean, how many like. I, I like I have nightmares of going back to the Wii and just seeing games <laughs> that they pushed out and then they didn't give a shit about. It wasn't yeah, ready. shovelware. They just they dumped it out. They never yeah. touched it again. Somebody will pay twenty bucks for this. See ya. Yeah, and yeah. if one person does, that's a huge win. They they sort of did what they needed, you know. One person, they break even. <laughs> because <laughs> this crazy. was this was a different game, and these are all unused assets, so yeah. it's, it's fine. Um, so, you know, good on uh, Digital Extreme and what is it, Panic Button um, mm-hmm. and every other company involved for keeping up with this. Like, good job to you guys. You're already doing well better than uh, Bungie with fucking Destiny. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it shows. It, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, why don't we hop right into the weekly news because we have some really good stories to dig into. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah. First up, um, let's go ahead and talk about this whole Sony skipping E3. Yes. Uh, so Sony is not going to have a you know presentation booth presence whatever at uh, E3 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where like didn't they probably had their best E3 ever last year? I would think, or Sony? certainly up there. I mean, um, just think about just The Last of Us. It was good, but remember, it was oh, it had some huge, it had some huge problems. technical issues. Right. I would say their best was literally the launch of the PS4. Oh, that's probably true. That was. I mean, they they oh, yeah. cut it down, man. Um, like they had uh, Mac Two. Yeah, they had all of the games that were coming Mac out with one. the launch. <laughs> Um, they had all the games that were coming out with launch, but then they had that that upper hand and they knew it. So yeah. when they came out after Xbox and Xbox announced their price and all their stuff, they're like, "Guess what? You don't need the hundred dollars cheaper. We removed it. Yeah. It's now a hundred dollars cheaper. Come buy our shit." And everyone did. And that's yeah. how you went. And their console came out what a week and a half sooner or something like that. Yeah, everything. Damn. They're like, "Can we rush it? Yeah, we can beat them by a week. Well, then we're beating them by yeah. a week. Change the graphics exactly." Right now. That's how you think on your feet, and I think that mm-hmm. was their best. But I, I really wonder. Uh, for for me, um, we had actually a lot of good uh, feedback on uh, on Facebook with some of the people that were talking about what they think and what um, mm-hmm. like changing trends. And when I saw the article, I immediately thought of Colin Moriarty from IGN. Used to be um, kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, he would always say that uh, E3's dying. The bigger shows have got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always found that really, really interesting. Uh, and I disagreed with him for a very long time. 
I was like, no, no. E3 is a staple. I like. I love the culture around it. Um, I, I've never attended in person, but you know, it's it's like the it's like going to a comic con, you know, where all, everyone around you it loves the same thing as you, mm-hmm. and there's something really like satisfying about just being in the presence of that. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's just a cool feeling, um, but. The general consensus that I came up with is that they're relying on word of mouth and that people talking about their games rather than them spending a ton of money to um, put their games on a big stage, they can funnel that money somewhere else and get better advertising. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, it's like, it's good that, um, like it's really good when they go to the shows because we get to see a ton of stuff all at once. But who's to say they we can't get the same thing through Twitch? Um, yeah, we've seen the departure of Nintendo's physical presence at E3 for a number of years now, but they're still there yeah. every year. And I think Sony will be there, but I think it's going to be a video package in the same way that Nintendo does it. Yeah, I mean, this also would allow them to like this year they didn't do PSX. And they said we just don't have enough. That's not that we didn't already just show at E3. Right. Maybe they they want to just do PSX moving on in the future. I think they do. I think it's going to be like mini PSX. I think they're going to follow mm-hmm. directly in Nintendo's footsteps instead of right Nintendo's because like Nintendo is able to completely control the conversation. Um, everything is vetted ahead of time because it's not necessarily live. You know, there's live sections or whatever, but they the know hype- that the gameplay is going to work. It's not going to have like. Remember Uncharted, uh, was it Uncharted 3, where they the like action turned on, but they had the wrong controller or whatever, and the character yeah. just stood still on screen for like five minutes? Yeah, and it, it, it really kills it really kills your momentum when something like that happens. Exactly. And they can control all of it. And it's like, if you can do that, you can save money, funnel that money into a different spot in the company, and create a better product or a better mm. viewing for the product... And it is extremely Everybody expensive wins. to do E3. By the oh, way. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Xbox is still fully in, so you're going to get, like, Xbox, Twitch, and Konami, maybe? Mm-hmm. Capcom, I don't know. Um, I doubt we'll see. We were talking earlier. I doubt we'll see Square Enix there this year um, in a big presence like they had last year. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's um, that's my thought on it, you know? They're, I think they're going to follow um, Nintendo, and I think they're going to do probably co- like quarterly uh, mini PSX, half an hour things. You know, this is what we have. This is what's coming out this quarter. Uh, or maybe they'll just do two a year. I don't mm-hmm. know. They'll put it on right after South Park and Comedy Central. Yeah. <laughs> a half an hour talking about what's coming out. That, sure. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, you guys heard about that fucking... Uh shooting game that we're making uh... dude I oh man that's a great idea I don't know <laughs> they should talk with Trey and Matt those guys would definitely do like a half hour what? like live thing where they just showed videos after South Park for sure doesn't matter where you show would. it but those yeah. guys would definitely do it for the right amount of money and it they could make it really fucking funny yeah. uh, I guess a boy can dream you know Sure can, but yeah, let two us... weeks off to play Red Dead too. <laughs> They're talking about it. They talked about it 
on last night's episode too. Oh, that's funny. There's I've got people going. in the horseshoe overlook that need me. <laughs> They're still going with it. The further they get into it, the more details they add. That's hilarious. <laughs> I've never seen them stretch more than one week. Like even when they talk about Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, like it was like just that one episode. Or the I think Wii with U. Skyrim, I think with Skyrim they they had like almost the whole season reference Skyrim. But that was like, I mean, Skyrim was a moment. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like that was. At the time, the biggest game launch and everything, so... Actually, interesting piece. When I was picking up Fallout, uh, of course, I picked up the Big Dick Edition that came with the Power mm. Armor helmet. Um, BD. Big Dick I picked, that, picked it up. It was, in, uh, uh, it, was in, it was in the car, and I had to go into the store for something else. And mm. um, while I was in the store, I was browsing through my phone. And Facebook Memories was like... Uh, like Five years ago today, or you know, however long it was, might have been yeah. probably more than that. It was, yep. uh, what was that, 11 11 11. Um, Great. you picked up the Skyrim Collector's Edition, and I was like, that's fucking weird. Damn, just right on, right on the money. That's pretty good. Bethesda yeah. knows how to get your fucking money, huh? Yeah, and Facebook's really helping, like, helping them out by reminding you, like, hey, remember that? Well, you got it, you, you know, now you're gonna have another memory. In like five years of like <laughs> getting this one, but yeah, let us know over on uh, Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. What you think Sony is going to be doing with um, e with not attending E3 2019? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, a lot of interesting theories we've heard already. It's um, I think I think we're going to definitely see a close to E3, which I, I feel a lot of different things about. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's it's like a lot of things. On the one hand, you're like, oh, that sucks because this is like a really cool thing or whatever. But it's kind of like the death of cable. Like, at one point, it was awesome to have cable. Now right. I couldn't be fucking bothered to even learn how my remote works. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wish that cable didn't exist so I didn't have to have it because it was a better deal with my internet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. I'm one of the guys who still, like, likes cable. I don't know. I like. I mean, if they were able to just move all that shit over to, like, Hulu and Netflix and HBO, all the other fucking things I subscribe to anyways, I would be much happier to just get it there. It just feels like too much of a burden for me to go, okay, well, I have to remember that I paid 10 bucks for Netflix or, you know, 15 now maybe. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I pay blah, blah, blah a year for Hulu and then there's, like, if I want HBO, I have to do this. Mm. And, like, I can have all of that in one spot. And I, that, convenience, I guess. Like, I don't mm. have to boot up my, like... I mean, I can do it all through yeah. my TV now. But yeah. it's still, like, fuck. It just it seems like so much. And then there's, like, every time I log into, like, the WWE Network, it's like, would you like to change your password? I'm like, fuck no, I wouldn't like to change my password. I can't even remember the password for it now. <laughs> I don't and know I the turn it off password, and I... and I definitely won't know the future password. You're just like, oh shit, I'm stealing this from my neighbor. What's his password? He said it was Fuck, it was like Deborah 1998 or something like that. Yeah. Fuck. Nutsack Destroyer 3. That was it. That, that was it. That's the one. Got it. We're in. All right. <laughs> Let's move on from E3 um, to, I, I don't know. What kind of news would you say this is? Schmab? <laughs> um, small bad news. 
So, yeah. um, Bandai Namco, Bamco, Blamco, Mac and Cheese Studios, Vancouver is yep. shutting down. Um, specifically, they worked on like mobile games. Um, the guy that posted it uh, was the director of the Tekken mobile game, which I couldn't possibly even comment on. I didn't even know such a thing existed. But I do it. love, I do love his photo because he's dressed like. It's Paul. really good. He's dressed like Paul from Tekken, with, with like paper mache, like really tall hair and the blonde uh-huh. beard. Real good. Um, yeah, I don't really, you know, they they made um, the Tekken mobile mobile game, like you said, um, and I imagine a healthy amount of other of other things. So I wonder if they're like they're gonna like maybe push some of their mobile stuff all in one direction. Um, or if they're gonna I, just I hope give up. they're backing out of mobile. Yeah, I, I think I think more people need to back out of mobile. Sorry to say it. And, you know, again, this is something where like, okay, I understand these are like a lot of people work here. I would say the company needs to take and redistribute these people. Yes. You know. Because these are the people that are working on like you know, not to be negative, but like the lowest form of video games in the industry. I mean, it's, possibly the like highest amount of money to be made. Maybe. Like, I don't I mean, think about the rise of, like, uh, the fucking, like, uh, King games with, like, Candy Crush and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They became one of the highest, like, income game studios. Yeah. Uh, even GTA made the majority of its money on the shark gift cards or whatever. Yep. So, like, this is where the fucking money is, but I don't like it. But it's, like, the lowest form of, like, video game. Like, art-wise... I, playability it's it, it there's usually nothing interesting going on every mark that it ticks is the worst one because Typically, mobile yeah. can't handle it i mean the stuff that mobile can do is really not we don't really see that happening a lot in yeah games. i mean the things that mobile's actually good at which is I like pokemon go yeah i don't want to hold my phone sideways and act mm. like there's a controller in the bottom left corner yep and act like there are buttons in the bottom right that's it no it doesn't like it's the worst and there's so many companies out there who do that so mm. i'm hoping these guys that have been working on this to me inferior technology for video games mm-hmm. push forward and we get some fresh ideas into um some things that they're making in this case at uh bandai namco mm-hmm. i mean they have some great talents in there this guy we're looking at right here he's an e, uh, ea alum yeah he worked at, he worked at ea for a period of time and now he was the senior, uh, or he was the game director and senior vice president at Bandai. I mean, he moved up pretty high. That's I think that means he was good. in charge of the studio. And then yeah. also he was on that game project or whatever. Yep. But, uh, I mean, his his image is on the cover of the studio's website. So, like... Yeah. Um, he was, he was like, the head honcho there. Yeah. The um, Kojima of the place. Right. So, it is, like... I don't know. I, I think that game studios are... It's one of those things where, like... Um, the industry's changing, but that doesn't know how yet. So there's just, like, a lot of closures that's like... Well, you guys' game's popular or whatever. It made a little bit of money. But, like, we don't really need to continue this. And we don't have another project for you, so we're just going to close. Right. You know what I mean? And it, like I said, it's possible that they are moving their mobile development somewhere cheaper. It's possible that they are ending their mobile development. It's possible they're consolidating their mobile development. It's hard to say. Yeah. 
Oh, only um, yeah. I guess only time will will tell with right. that. Um, right. So hopefully, all those people find their place in the industry. Um, yeah, and of course, as always, the industry is reaching out. All kinds of like job links tweeted uh, and under that uh, you know main tweet. So yeah, I mean, I would like to think that Bandai would kind of shuffle them around, and give them an option of I would, would you rather take the severance or would you rather go the route of like moving you know up, up mm-hmm. like moving your life to wherever i mean they have they have a decent amount of other locations mm-hmm. so <clears throat> definitely some turmoil but um yeah we'll see we'll see where yeah. this leads them i know you're excited for the next one yes um so we it looks like uh ea possibly has learned their lesson and is remastering a couple command and conquer games Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the Command & Conquer mobile game, I don't think, did well. They got a lot of backlash Oh yeah. Um, when it initially came out, and it seemed like there really weren't a lot of players. Uh, but it looks like they're going to do a remaster of Command & Conquer Tiberian Dawn, as well as Red Alert, which uh, all the expansions for each. Um, mm-hmm. I know Red Alert was huge. Red Alert was really huge, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, definitely gonna, that one's definitely going to be something to check out. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember playing that a, a pretty good amount. Um, Definitely. It was, just, it was just a fun game, you know? And again, I think this is a good way to, like, kind of test the waters and see if people will be interested in a new RTS, Command & Conquer. There's a lot of RTSs getting remastered right now, and I think that's because it was thought that their RTS was dead. And then all of a sudden, I, I think a, a couple, like, small companies remade some RTSs and they did really well. And it was like oh shit, maybe people are kind of hungering for this thing that nobody has made a good game of in five years. Right, right. So. I mean, that happens, that happens, I feel like, a healthy amount in the game. It happens with everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's there like, was a time oh, when oh, uh, first-person shooters started dying out. We could probably use that again, huh? We could definitely use one of those. <laughs> let's let's bring that on back. For sure. So, that shit's all, you know, it's all cyclical like anything else. Word. All right, so the um, the California man, uh, what was his name, Tyler Barris? Mm-hmm. Florida um, man. No, not Florida man. Oh, shit, what? It's not Florida man this time. It's California oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, he pleads guilty to that fatal swatting charge. Um, yeah, this one, like, this one's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't see the point of it at all. Like, it's I mean, not, like... Yeah. Like, I understand even if it's terrible jokes or, you know, things like well, there's, that. But there's this, some certain things that, like, have extreme, like, comedy value in the industry. Like, the people that send the um, the huge Xbox messages of, like, okay, well, you know, I wasn't actually playing. And I had, like, a really bad thumb cramp earlier today. So, if I was really playing FIFA, you wouldn't have been able to beat me. I have Ronaldo on my team. Like that kind of stuff is golden, <laughs> even though it's like clear like trollage. It's it has some like longevity and it can mean something to the culture. And then there's shit like this, where like a U.S. attorney has said, "quote His reasons were trivial and his disregard for the safety of other people was staggering." That's a hundred percent true. Um, so Tyler Barris, I'm going to name and shame him, uh, yep. indicted in May this year after making a prank 911 call to officers in Wichita, Kansas. Providing details of fictitious situation in need of an armed response, which is, you know, it's what we call swatting. Right. Um, so, in December 28th, a SWAT team was dispatched to the home of 28-year-old 
Father of two, Andrew Finch, who was shot and killed while Twitch streaming. Yeah. Um, I mean... Over a buck fifty. I don't know. Like, they say shit like... Um, in that, it says, after making a prank 911 call. Is it a prank call if I call somewhere and I say, Hey, I planted a bomb under your building. Is that a prank call? That's a, I don't consider that to be a prank. I don't consider it a prank to say, like, I'm going to send a bunch of people with guns whose first intent is to kill. Not to find out. I mean, SWAT is not here to figure out what's going on. They're not investigators. They're here to kill. SWAT shows up and kills somebody, and then the cops come behind them, and then the investigators come behind them. Yep. And then the first aid comes behind them. You know what I mean? Like, swatting is not, like, I don't consider that, how can it possibly end well? Like, how could you even consider that SWAT showing up at somebody's house is going to end with nobody being hurt? It's almost not possible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. their entire goal and job is to kill somebody. To, like, potentially save other lives is the idea. So, like, um, and it was. It was a buck fifty bet. Yep. Like, it, the... I, I, like, I wouldn't consider that disregard for safety of other people. That's just, like, that's complete, like, you're a psychopath. Like. Yeah, I mean, I reading, reading how, like, how it went down, that there were two other people that were talking about it, and then he dared the guy who mm-hmm. got in trouble to do it. Like, yeah. they should all go down, you know? Well, the other two guys haven't admitted any guilt yet. Uh, there is some more, um... So Barris also had a guilty plea of 46 false bomb threats. So again, would oh, you okay, consider... Well. I mean, would they say, oh, that's a prank call? No. Like, that's not a prank. Like, I can understand a prank. People do dumb shit all the time. It's not shit. a big deal. Yeah. Of certain things. I do it every day. You know what I mean? Um, I get day. pranked every, every day that I wake up and there's shit in my bed. I pranked myself from the night before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so, good like, one, me. Got him. <laughs> Ouch. So, Ouch. like, you know, it's... it's um, oh, that's something. I don't know. Like, even even considering that this guy has got pretty much guaranteed time, he's going to be going away, he's made bomb threats and shit, like, I still think that a lot of news media and a lot of... I mean, even the legal team is not taking it as seriously as it is even then because it's like my dude if you do this like you need to be removed from society like yeah. you're somebody who's willing i mean the 46 additional bomb threats it really is the icing on the cake because it's like not only does this guy actually get somebody killed but he's threatened to kill people 46 other times yep and nothing no consequence came of all of those yeah it's and it wasn't until somebody died that finally somebody put their fucking dick down I mean, it's it's similar to when you hear about the stories of, like, oh, well, this dude who's a serial killer, you know, was caught, like, red-handed six times, and people were like, nah, it's no well, big that's, deal. That's Crazy Larry. That's Crazy Larry. Yeah. I would not play Crazy Taxi with Crazy Larry, let me just tell you that right now. But, like... Well, maybe. I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's such a huge, like, you know, you're doing something in your off time. I mean, it's like a movie theater shooting. Like, what's funny about this? What's a prank call about this? Like, 
you're doing something in your free time, entertainment, that you're paying for. Like, it's not free. You know what I mean? Right. And you die for it. It's like a, it's like about as funny as like, it's about as a prank call as a church shooting. Like, we need to fucking take this shit seriously. Yeah. And it's still got like, you know, they in, in this, in this article where they say this dude entered a guilty plea for killing someone and making 46 bomb threats, they're still like, this prank call that he made was blah, blah, blah. That's not yeah, a fucking like, prank call. Like, like, We're so like past that. Like, it's still a question of, right. like, well, maybe he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, well, you know, like, maybe things just got a little out of hand when he accidentally, like, propped the fucking emergency exit door open and then opened up with a fucking assault rifle and a crowd watching Batman. Like... It was meant to be funny. Like I, I just don't. I, I don't get that. I, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I can't get on board with that kind of shit because it's like it's like there's no innocent. There's no innocence in any of this action. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no room to be like, oh well, I didn't know what SWAT was gonna do. What does SWAT do? You know oh. what I mean? What does a machine gun do? It doesn't like fucking pop a little flag out that says "bang" and everybody laughs. Like somebody dies. <laughs> That's right. just what happens. And, and and it is kind of an example of more shit and, like, just general kind of disregard for violence that I think is a huge issue in the U.S. Um, and we've, uh, unfortunately, had to talk about this, like, a fucking million times. I mean, like we, time so we've mentioned a few, like, this is one guy that got got by one incident by somebody who was malicious who's going to pay for their crime. And there's going to be real effect. Like, this case, I remember talking about it in the past... This is going to be the case that all swatting cases are built on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because they have three people. It's a clear conspiracy to commit a crime. You know, there's a lot of stuff on the on the periphery that we can kind of add in to make this the standout case that other that, that future law is built on. But how many times have we talked about? I mean, we have to like we have a subcategory of mass shootings that we talk about mm-hmm. on the podcast that are video game or entertainment industry related. Right. Because we can't talk about all of them. We don't have the fucking time. Oh, yeah. That would, you know like, I mean? We would literally have something on every single... We'd have, like, we'd have to have, like, a three-time-a-week podcast, and like, fucking a special Sunday episode for a wrap-up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, it's just, like, a, um, a... It is a real disregard for violence. It's, uh, it's really odd. I don't know how... Like, I, I definitely do appreciate the, the like, people talking about how, like, the movie industry definitely is complicit. Not because seeing somebody shoot someone makes you want to shoot someone, but because we can have, you know, a fucking, you know, serial killer, mass shooting, um, whatever you want to call it. And it's glorified, not in a movie, not in a few movies, in 90% of movies. And possibly more than 90%. You know what I mean? That's definitely true. I mean, how many games are just about shooting? Yep. And it's coming from a culture that is already so gun-obsessed, which is not necessarily bad in itself. Right. And I've I've definitely, like, my own opinion on, like, gun control and stuff has changed a lot over the last couple of years, just as I, like, look into actual facts, which, you know, I recommend that people do occasionally. Yeah, looking into opinion pieces, looking into people that I know that have guns and people I know that don't have guns and what their reasoning is or whatever. Like I've changed a lot on that, Yeah. but 
you can't deny that the U.S. is, like, the most gun-obsessed place in the world, possibly after, like, you know, African warlords or something. Yeah, they're yeah, probably really on the same level. Yeah, we're, yeah, I would say probably equals. Probably um, about equal on that. Yeah. So, I, you know, we, we can't go too much into any, you know, particular instance or whatever, but, like, I'm glad that somebody's going to get some justice on this shit. Yeah. Like, anything that guy has, like, his parents assets need to be taken and given to this fucking guy's kids that died like yeah that dude if he was if he had a house that house needs to be sold and that needs to be given to this dude's kids if uh the guilty person i'm saying yeah um like strip mine his ass like what like what like what is he uh what does he technically... He pled guilty, but what does that leave him with? What does he... We'll have to see. Because usually if you plead, then you get a better deal. Right. So he's probably going for like 10 years instead of 50... Like 20 consecutive 50-year terms or something. You know what like, I mean? How, how would... Uh, man, I don't know. I don't someone's know, dead. Someone's dead because of him. People yeah. are in... Well, I, I mean, there's a way we can fix this. There's people in prison for 10 years for weed. Which right. is... Come on. <laughs> I mean. yeah, well, there's a lot of problems with, with that. There's but, a whole legal like, well, thing no, I could get into. No, no, I'm just talking the difference between, like, oh, yeah. 10 years for weed, 10 years for killing a guy with swatting. It's like... Yeah. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't I, I don't right. think it's been determined what he's going to go down for, but... I hope um, it's well more, like... I mean, honestly, 40, like... 40 plus. I mean, It would be better. Probably better. what should happen is he should be... Uh, like, he should have to... Not like uh, I have an issue with like a lot of the the work that's given to prisoners in jail. Mm. So like, don't put this guy in jail. Take away his phone. Take away his internet. And he has to go to work for forty hours a week, and that money goes to the duty killed kids. And whichever SWAT officer had to kill a guy for no reason, I'm sure that's got some fucking pain and suffering. There we go. Yeah. So like. That guy, there's a little chance that a 28-year-old father of two, uh, I don't think he was making all of his money off of $1.50 bets on Twitch. Right. He might have been a recognized streamer or whatever, but I don't think he was ninja level, this is his career, right? He had to have been doing something else to make money. Oh, most definitely. As far as I know, he was not like a top Twitch celebrity or whatever making millions. So like... You know what I mean? It's not like we lost, like, a valued Twitch streamer who was out there for himself, like, made all of his money only on that or whatever. Like, this dude had a job. Yep. This is something that he did in his off time. For a buck fifty. For fun. Really, I mean, like, this guy just, he just wanted to kill somebody. Just, just, he just wanted to. Yep. Nobody gives a shit about a dollar fifty. I mean, I know poor people. I know people who are hundreds of thousands in debt. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about a dollar fifty. That's not money in America. Yeah, like you have to hit factors of a dollar fifty before it starts to become an issue. Like obviously, people can't just go out and buy a forty dollar game every day, like not even blink. But a dollar fifty of like probably like a thirty to hour long match, so not even minimum wage. <laughs> like it, it's there's a lot there. Yeah. All right, <coughs> move on to something. I don't even know. Brighter. I don't. I don't even. It's brighter, definitely brighter. 
but it, it wasn't too much. Um, we got a little bit more of a look into uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite coming from Niantic, the, the guys who bring us like Pokemon Go. Um, yeah. I mean, like, like it didn't show off anything more. We don't have any like further. There was no, um, there was no gameplay or anything. Correct. It was just. Right. Yep, just a little teaser. Just a little teaser trailer. Um, um, if you it, go to the uh, website, which looks like yes, you did. Where, yep. Yeah. You can go ahead and sign up. Um, I'm not yeah. sure. There's like a clock that it possibly is counting something. I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're basically I think the, the big part of this is that they've really expanded their social presence. They're gearing up, and it looks like they've sort of committed to a time frame. Um, you know, they're like, hey, we are actually really looking at 2019 for real. So, yeah. I mean, Pokemon Go was late. Uh, it was often delayed. I think people were expecting Wizards Unite to be beta-ing it toward the end of this year, and it didn't happen. So, it's a normal track schedule, it seems like, for Niantic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I'm so, a little concerned. I really don't want to run around and catch snitches. Yeah. Like, if that's, that's what the game is, just make my, be. like, fucking union rep break snitches legs simulator game. I'll buy that instead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what what they're going to do with this game. I don't understand how right. this can exactly. I don't even I don't even know what the basic concept is yet. Yeah. I mean... We have, I, I don't we know. have yet to see basically I, like, anything about it. <laughs> I'm trying to conceive on what they could do in the yeah. world and after uh, seeing i mean there could like... be really cool stuff like if you're drawing gestures to cast spells and you need different spells to do different things maybe you're having wizard duels with people um i don't know if you're like discovering magical hidden things in the real world i can see a lot of cool stuff but like it's really cerebral like it's it'd be really hard to get to that point i don't know if my the one to do it well, because they, I mean, they took like seven hundred years to figure out how to fucking trade two Pokemon. Yeah. So like, like something that the original games had on the original Game Boys in Japan. Like I wonder what. I wonder if they're gonna go more the route of Ingress rather than Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. It's gonna have to be something different. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I, I wonder if it's gonna be you battle to control the exact same points that would be stops in Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And when you can control them, maybe it kind of creates a blanket, like it does in Ingress, where you can like triangulate. Well, they they are reworking. Uh, yeah, they did redo. Like they had a huge update to Ingress and made like Ingress Prime or whatever. Right. So maybe they were retooling that because they were getting ready to launch it again. Something similar. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I mean Ingress is a is a interesting game if you're in, like. It's very much like conspiracy. Like I really love the style. It's like kind of cyberpunk, uh, like computer, like techie, and just we like kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that about it. But in reality, of like sitting down and actually doing what they want you to do, it's like I could not be like I could not give a shit about you know sitting at a spot. For, 10 minutes doing something moving to the next spot doing the same thing for 10 minutes moving to another mm-hmm. spot doing the same thing for 10 minutes just to get that triangulation piece that someone only has to kill one of the three spots yep that you live to just it fuck just, your shit up it's it, that's not fun yeah I, that's I the opposite of fun 
That's a chore. Yep. Um, so I guess we'll see what they do with this. They're really giving us a look at... Um, it, it has very much a real-world, almost like... Ministry of Magic feel. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like Hogwarts. It doesn't feel like... It feels like when you were when you would watch the the scenes from the movies like and they were at the ministry of magic Mm -hmm. so i don't know we will keep an eye on that and we'll see what's up with that see what ends up uh coming of it for sure cool um so this is kind of like you know when you hear the story which is sometimes true sometimes not true of like oh, the FBI hired this hacker that hacked into the FBI database because he was so skilled or whatever. Hacker, man. This is, like, almost that story. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, some dude found a bug on Steam that basically would create Steam keys. So, like, oh, thousands. Um, so, yeah, Artem... Damn, this is some fucking Metro 2023 shit over here. Moskowski was testing a web application on Steam developer site one day when suddenly he noticed a bug. He could generate thousands of game keys. By altering a couple of parameters, he generated 36,000 Portal 2 keys. The God kind of damn. keys which activate gaze on games on Steam so that uh, which can be equivalent in worth to the full game. For a hacker, this is like hitting the jackpot. Um, however, the keys that he was generating had been used before. Or at least they had been previously generated, so they were most likely used before. Right. He wasn't creating 36,000 new keys. He was seeing 36,000 keys which have been generated. There's Pokemon yeah. hitting the door, it sounds like. Um, hey. Nevertheless, uh, he turned this information over to Valve, and Valve paid a 15,000, uh, looks like Great British Pounds for it. So he used this information for good, is what Did I'm he? hearing. It sounds, like, it, it sounds like he had a shot right there. Oh. Well, yeah, of like 36,000 of all know. keys generated, maybe, I don't know. How many keys do you think are generated and never used? Maybe 2%. Let's be extremely conservative yeah. on that. So it would be it would be incredibly low. I yeah. wonder, so I that's, wonder that's if... Still, uh, you know, that's still like about 100 keys. I, like, I still wonder if he like possibly generated these. He tried like three or five of them or something. He's like, He's like Shit, fuck, these I'll just let that But they all this. are generated <laughs> and they are real. So I might as well try yeah. to make something out of it. Yeah, so fuck. he could just be a dick who tried to use it for That's what I think is likely. Work. But either way, good on him. Yeah. That, and they were like, they rewarded awesome. him. They were like, hey, here's some money, baby. Did they do anything else for him? Um, nope. <laughs> oh, so they who knows? Hi- they he's going to be in the new. Uh, he's going to be in Metro uh, Exodus. He's going to be the main character for. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was already. Three. He just didn't know it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised they didn't, you know, offer him something uh, like job. I would have been like, "Yo, do you need a job?" I mean, it's possible. We, this is just what was reported out. So it's possible they were like, "Yeah, let us know if you're looking for like a securities, like payment, security payment fraud job or something." And he's yeah. like, "Nah, I'm good." He's like, I'm doing, yeah, my thing. Yeah. I'm doing my thing out here with my wang out. Yeah. I'd rather, you know, die. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Valve, like, hires people and then you never hear about them again. No doubt. It's they really just, weird. Yeah, I think Gabe did <coughs> so. Yeah. Um, so. Cool. Moving right along. Um, yeah, another, uh, a different I mean, amount of money changing hands for a different reason. Right. Um, and this is, like, keep in mind that we're we're not sure about what's going on here we like there could be some like kind of like 
enlarged wrist slapping punishment that's not actually really going to happen it's just everybody agreeing to something um basically nintendo sued uh rom sites loveroms.com and loveretro.co yeah i couldn't get the com on that one huh buddy um they tried so nintendo sued their ass uh over the summer and basically they're like they're just gonna try to completely eliminate all rom sites that carry nintendo games Mm -hmm. um so this is a one of the larger um, copyright trademark infringements because you know uh, the operator of the site uh, quickly took the platforms offline. The legal action also led to a shutdown of other ROM sites who were basically just felt the fucking hammer coming and they went to hide first. Uh, quickly it became clear, clear that the operator of the sites, Jacob Matthias, and his wife, uh, who was later added to the complaint, were basically they were trying to get out and they immediately went to try to do some settlement discussions with Nintendo. Um, they did reach a deal. Uh, they agreed to a consent judgment and a permanent injunction that will resolve all outstanding disputes. Um, they are going to be paying. The plaintiff is hereby awarded judgment against all defendants jointly and severally in the amount of $12,230,000. Goodbye life. So it said, it seems unlikely that the couple had this kind of money sitting around in a bank or that a jury would have reached a similar figure. Why the, such a high amount? It's possible that Nintendo negotiated a high number on paper to act as a deterrent. In practice, the dependents could pay much, much less. Um, you even know, this has happened is, before. Even if you cut that number in half, you know? That's still large. But it's yeah, in, in the past, there has been an $80 million judgment in court that translated to a $4 million behind-the-scenes payment. So that's uh, one half a percent. Yep. Is that right? No, that's way wrong. That's five no, percent. Yeah, but um, so if they paid five, if they had to pay five percent of twelve million, I have a fucking calculator button on my keyboard here. Let's use it. Uh, uh, like even if it's a, even if it's a half a million, they would have to pay uh, about point six. So they yeah. have to pay six hundred thousand. That's a lot of cash. That's a lot of fucking money to somebody. I don't have that, that sitting around. Like they were selling ROMs. I mean, they're free. Right. Maybe you had to have a membership. I don't know about the site in particular. Maybe you had to have a membership or whatever. But like, but what? Like, what? You're could fucked they have, either way. What could they have made off of this? I'm am curious on what they could little have made to off none. Of. Yeah. It, I mean, fuck. That's rough. Yeah. That's brutal. Like, but, they're probably know, not walking I that one it. off. And it's kind of the thing that's like, okay, so Nintendo is showing that they are sort of interested in their back catalog by putting out the NES Mini, the Super NES, you know. They're having retro games available, which right. is better than a lot of companies do. I mean, a lot of companies, like, a game comes out, and then they're like, all right, it's out. And when they stop selling it, it doesn't exist anymore, you know? Right. So, like, for game history, this is really, really bad. But, you know, there is a question of the motives, like... This is freely available for download. Did these guys make ad money on this? I don't know. Like, you know, it, it's... It, this wasn't a library. You know what I mean? Like, they were giving out illegal copies of stuff. But is that actually financially impacting Nintendo in any way? It's hard to say. Yeah. Like, I, I, in general, I, piracy is known to just not really be an issue in the game industry. Like, you don't really lose a lot of money. If you do, it's impossible to tell how much money you lost. Like... Yeah, I don't because, know. It's it's uh, it's it, yeah. Th this yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting case for sure. Um, 
But I, I will say, I mean, that's that's good that it seems like Nintendo is kind of more focused on their um, their back catalog. Like even if it, you know it's it's destroy basically destroying these guys. Um, yeah. I mean, they needed to be focused on this the whole time. I mean, it's it like there's a lot of important games back there that mm-hmm. that I like. I, I like that. Um, like you can play them on like I like that you could play them on lesser consoles, but or on lesser devices. You know, you didn't mm. have to necessarily own it, but. The idea of like searching for that retro console to play that retro game that you played is also yeah. really cool. I mean, you're not going to pay much for it. Like, you're going to like spend a hundred bucks on the console and a maybe a copy bucks, yeah. of the game. Maybe like I literally bought from a private seller. Like, I spent twenty five bucks and he gave me four consoles and a box of games. Like, <laughs> exactly, it's not hard. I mean, um, for him, he's just trying to get rid of that shit. It's just sitting in a pile. He doesn't want to go and, like, take it to some kind of weird niche store that smells like fucking Jewel. Like, yeah. he's just out here trying to get this fucking shit out of his house. Wait, the singer? No. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute. <laughs> we could have just hit a reach, like, a, a peak market here. I don't even want to talk about the next article, by the way. Okay, oh, this is fucking okay. extremely cursed. Yeah. Uh, so, there, there is in the works... A Monster Hunter movie directed by um, motherfucking uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, the king of fucking your dreams. UV Ball would be do way better on this. And you would uh, watch some dude beat the shit out of him in a boxing match, too. That's the only thing I ever want to see. That's extremely is, good. Is I watched him that in whole boxing. I want, to, I want to see him in UFC. What is it? It's like Unleashing the Bull or something like that. And this is yeah. his last name. And it's like he like invited critics that talk shit about his movies a lot to like box him. And then he just beat the fucking shit out of them because he used to be a professional boxer. I do want to see that guy get his uppercomings because he's put out a lot of piece of shit movies. Nobody will ever beat him. Except maybe Paul W.S. Anderson. Good point. No, I mean, uh, I want want to see him join, like, UFC. So he, like... Oh, that would be funny. I want him to be in a weight class. fucking get a four foot five Conor McGregor just beats the shit out of him. A crisp knee right on the right cheek. Somebody, like, breaks their leg over his head. Yeah. They're (laughs) hobbling around, wielding it like a sword. Yep. So, anyways, uh, as you can see, this looks extremely fucking cursed and bad. Um, So, the Monster Hunter movie that was in the works is coming from the director of the Resident Evil movies, starring Mila Jovovich. Right here. Uh, It definitely looks bad. Um, So, the idea of this Monster Hunter movie is... Okay, I already have a fully fleshed out world with like distinct monsters that are known and like heroes that use these particular fighting styles that everybody knows about. So we're going to go ahead and make it a US military squad that accidentally gets teleported to the Monster Hunter world. What the fuck? They should all just lay down in front of that truck and someone that is fucking okay with killing throw themselves. Throw a heavy fucking Put piece a brick of like, on brick on that fucking gas pedal. Lay yeah. your heads down under all four wheels. So we can get a fucking new Buck Cherry album cover, am I right? <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, put like, Buck Cherry this. in the movie too. We'll just yeah, he's two the birds, fucking, one. He's the main uh, ATV. I don't fucking, know. he's the ATV. His head is the ATV. Jesus, that's scary. Wow. Sounds like Siri's trying to kill herself back there. She is. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's extremely bad. Um, 
I don't like it. I don't like where it's going. I don't like the idea. I don't like the concept. And I definitely don't like Paul W.S. Anderson. Let's move on. Yeah. Skip this. That's the last thing I'm going to say. All right. So the tragic news of the week, like Marvel mogul Stanley. Yeah. Like this is one where like, damn, from his personal Twitter account, that's kind of fucked up. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, so there's some there's some uh, extremely good art out there. I'd like to point out. Oh yeah, fantastic um, art! Like tons of great trivia. A uh, Australian newspaper had a picture of him, and it said Spike Lee dies at 95. That's funny. Um, like Stanley had a really good run from 1922, my dude. Yeah, 95 that, years old. Very long life. Yeah, um, and he like I'm really glad that like this is one of the ones where it's like. Um, I don't know, it's kind of like Betty White or, you know, certain people that's like, okay. Like, it's it's sad, but it's not like a shock. It's not like, holy fuck, Stan Lee died when he was like 42. You know what I mean? Like, he got appreciated for the work that he did in his life. He got to, like, basically live on his own terms of like, hey, I don't have to go to every convention all the time forever. Like, he did the ones that he wanted to, he did the stuff that he wanted to, and he moved on. Um, I know he's definitely been deteriorating the last couple of years. So it's probably good that he didn't have this drawn-out, like, you know, it's good that he didn't, like, completely lose his mind and not know who he was or what he meant to the world. Like, um, I think he he had an extremely good... um, I don't want to say career. I don't want to say life necessarily, but like he, he had a really good run, you know? Yeah. Um, he, it's, 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 it's really interesting. The, the way that people kind of go through life, especially with the end of their life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I can't remember, but I knew it was more recently. Um, Let me look. Uh, but I know his. I know his wife passed away. Um, yeah, July sixth, twenty seventeen. Yeah, um, usually when usually you get to this age, you know within, you're pretty quick behind. Within a year, definitely yeah. within two years, usually. Um, but so I mean that was you know that that was another thing that I I constantly like that I was constantly like keeping in my mind. And not only that, ninety five. Damn. That's that that's that's old. That's really that's old. old. I don't know that I ever want to be that old unless we have some extreme advances in medicine. Yeah, like if I can't have bionic legs, I I don't know. That'd be alright. Um, but bionic like it, Hold on. the 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 interesting, really interesting thing is there. Like we do have a lot of people say he lived a really long, successful life, but he didn't even yeah. reach success until about forty-five. That's He's true. Probably about forty-five that's years old. True. Um, so he was very successful half of his life. Um, Mm -hmm. but he still enjoyed doing what he loved his whole life. Yeah. So that's something to be said. And he, like, he, like, he's really inspires people to like reach for their dreams. And even if you can't do it, you know, you got, you got to keep trying. And that's, yeah, he's a really important, like, he's one of the, for me, he's one of the driving forces that made me want to be an artist mm-hmm. he was literally the whole main reason of when i was younger when i was asked what i wanted to do i told my mom i wanted to be an artist yeah it was like, because of his this work is, 
that's something that I've heard a lot. Like, I mean, there's certain people that you know. Like, I there was a guy that I went to school with that was like extremely into specifically Marvel, mm-hmm. like only Marvel. Like, he wasn't interested in comics. He liked Marvel comics. You know what I mean? And there's always going to be people like that. So I wasn't surprised to hear him posting stuff on the day that we heard. Um, you know, I wasn't surprised by a couple people, but there was a lot of people that were like, yo, X-Men is like the biggest thing in my life. I don't really talk about it, but I love X-Men and it really made me feel like I, I, like I could be something. Yeah. Or people that are like, I was always like, I grew up in New York. I was a weird nerdy kid. I love Spider-Man. Right. And like, you know, it's, there's like so many different artists have worked on that. So many different writers have told different stories or whatever. But it all boils down to Stan Lee. You know what I mean? And even if you look at, you know, Marvel's transition to Disney and now how, like, powerful the Marvel brand is um, in, in terms of, like, how well Disney pulled off the, like, movie series, the multiple television series, the comics are kind of having a weird moment right now. But mm-hmm. in general, the comics have always done really well. Um, it's uh, It's kind of crazy. I mean... Um, he, I mean, he, I really do think that he will go down and he has already of somebody on like, he's like a Tolkien, George Lucas. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Somebody that created an entire universe that has, you know, it's been translated to every language. It's shared in every part of the world. Everybody knows. It's known. Like Spider-Man is very well known worldwide. Yeah. It's known in every part of the world. Like, right. even if you don't know every X-Men, almost right. every, everyone in the world knows who Wolverine is. They know who the X-Men are, conceptually. And I think Stanley was really good, too, is that he was really ahead of his time in terms of, like, I've seen a lot of people sharing, like, some of his... Like, in certain comics, he'd put in a thing that was, like, Stanley's soapbox, where he would, oh, like, yeah. talk about, like, civil, like, rights issues that were going on at the time. Yep. And, um... Uh, you know, a lot of people, um, I don't know, like, uh, it, it's, um, people wouldn't have used that same amount of power in the same way, I think, at the time. Yeah, yeah. As he, he did. And, like, I don't know, some, some like, problematic shit came out about him later in life, but I don't know. I don't want to say that you have to let it go because of, like, where people came from in their age or whatever, but and you can't have, like, a hero you can't like everybody's gonna let you down at some point oh yeah so like and ultimately his legacy is great like i mean especially this was happening with like hugh hefner and everybody's like oh playboy's like huge it really like gave women a lot of like power or whatever and it's like he had like six wives that were like a tenth of his age you know what i mean like yeah i'm not going to like kowtow the same way like that dude was a problem like i don't regardless of the good that he did in the world and then he turned around and Stanley had maybe a couple fuck ups and did really good with the rest of his life. That's a huge difference, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's going to like taint his legacy in any way. Like he like was kind of weird a couple times and he made it out. All right. Basically. Which, you know, that's about as best as you can ask for, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like nobody is like, the best there, there's no angels out here you know what i mean yeah there's no nobody's the best at everything 100 percent right. of the time like right. we all say or do things that are like man why the fuck did i say that yeah he hence, was a net hence, like massive benefit hence going back 10 years and digging up old tweets about people and then going you gotta purge i that can't shit. believe they said that like it's like of course yeah. they said that because it was funny at the time 
you know? Not only that, but go back and, like, especially, like, James Gunn, it wasn't even funny at the time. Like, he never had any positive <laughs> off of those tweets. Like, people thought they were bad at the time. He thought they were bad, and they well, were bad. <laughs> bless his heart, he tried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was like, out here, he was out here trying. If you to a bit. Living every day, you know what I mean? Commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. He committed too hard. He did. And <laughs> That's all I can say. But, you, you know, know, like, I'm there's not, a there's a huge difference there. Like, but, but Stan Lee gave him that power... <laughs> To say, that's true. commit to something you love. If you if you love it and you think it's funny. Commit to the shit. Commit to it. Ten years later, it's not going to be shit. funny. It's You're going to be kicked right in your ball sack in about ten years. Oh boy, I mean, if you go back to some early Marvel shit, that don't necessarily age well. Oh, right? no, no. I mean, and like, again, well, like Marvel comics are just as guilty as any other comics of like fridging women of... Now, of course, that's based on Green Lantern, so go DC can go bite a fat dick. But, like, you know, there's a there's a big difference between somebody that was... I think Stan Lee was somebody that was trying to make the world a better place. That was trying to live... Not only live his own dream, but allow other people to live his dream. Which mm-hmm. is, like... I don't know. It might not seem like a big difference, but it definitely is. I mean, It's he, definitely noticeable. Marvel, from the get-go, was to push the, like, rights of right. people, of... I mean, they foresaw Mike Pence as that dude that hated the X-Men. Yeah, so many different things. Like, X-Men, when they re-released in the 90s, the whole point was, let's put these guys out there. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's put these guys out there, and let's not make them all white guy. Like, let's not be stereotypical white guy. Damn, Storm. No, I mean, in the re-release in the 90s, all of them were ethnic of some sort. They were not even even really early on. Wolverine, the introduction of Wolverine, he's is a white guy, but he's Canadian. Um, and then you yeah. had um, well, he's Jewish also, right? You had Banshee. I don't think he's Jewish. Can his foreskin regenerate? Yes. Thank you. That's yes. Um, so he's Jewish. He's definitely not Jewish now. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean the the whole the whole reintroduction of all of these characters from. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, there was there's so many so many good ones like the yeah. like starting out with all of these characters and then um, like realizing, oh man, these guys are not they're, they're, like they're not as diverse as it they like could they should, or be. should things be. things have right. changed. I mean, they went right. from okay, let's have Captain America literally punch Hitler in the face, yeah, to okay. Well, that's done, so we're going to go ahead and move on. They did the same thing. Like, here are heroes, and then they're like, our heroes aren't really diverse. I mean, it's all, like, it's all it's all Americans, and then there's an American blue beast. Um, yeah. That doesn't really sell the message that we want, and they continue to try to sell um, that message. Like, all the way up until, like, um, the they did a wedding of North Star, the, mm-hmm. and it was the first gay wedding in comic books yeah i mean that's the kind of stuff that he like that he really i think enjoyed is being like not only creating the controversial stuff talking about it in the soapbox bringing it into Mm -hmm. the comic but also Mm -hmm. going you know the other you know when when he kind of got out of it he's still a figurehead but he wasn't writing anymore that it kind of they they marvel they knew what he would have done, and they continued mm-hmm. to do it. 
And that's yeah, really I mean, cool. uh, you know, to to greater or lesser extent, I mean, we've had you know female Spider Men's. Oh yeah, well, we've had Spider Men. Um, you know the. Uh, like a, a black female character take over the Iron Man role, which that ended up to be somewhat cursed, but that's all right. Um, There's a know, female Thor right now. Female Thor? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, baby. Yeah, uh, I mean, some of the. I mean, when you look at some of these characters, it's like okay, Storm at the time, amazing. Like mm-hmm. a like, especially when those first uh, like the 2001 X Men movie came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at like Black Panther. Oh yeah. Like, did Black Panther the original comic? In what the '60s or whatever? Um, yeah, I have to look at that. Was that problematic? Yes. Was it fucking bleeding edge for the time? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, a, a, a fucking black enemy character was called Manape. That's not great. '66. '66. Very first. I mean, like, it, it's a. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot, and this guy really did everything he could to keep up, fix mistakes that happened in the past. Avoid making new mistakes. And, I mean, he, you know, he did that throughout his whole life of 95 years, which is a fucking pretty good run. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you can't take away anything from the other creators. Um, he would like, like, he was the co-creator of the X-Men. He was, he was he, super uh, he collaborative. Co- he co-wrote almost everything that you know about Marvel with Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another, you know, he, like... He was like I think he died uh, a couple years what ago. Year, what year he died? Um, but like I remember having the you know the the same. I'm just terrible with dates. 2017. Um, okay. But yeah, I, he like almost everything that he uh, that Stan is credited for. You can also see that same credit there for um, Jack Kirby. Yep. So, uh, he's, I mean, he's even credited in all of the movies that you currently watch in the universe. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's super impressive. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, great long life. Like, even closer to the end of his life, I, I remember he had, um, he had been trying to make videos. And when he was on camera, you would always hear him. They would be like, oh, we released this um, video. Like, I, I know I saw a couple instances of, you know... This was, you know, two months ago, and Stan was doing a video for, I don't know, whatever. And we just started rolling the cameras because he just started talking. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about, like, the impact the fans have had on his creation. Yeah. And it, it, it's just, like, it's, it's great. There's some really good videos out there. Um, you can even go to his Facebook and he was doing basically some Facebook live videos that were really, really good and funny. He like, he had like a good, like he had this thing of, uh, like knowing when to deliver the punchline and knowing how to make things funny. And he was like, he had this video, uh, it was one of the last ones I remember seeing. Um, he's like, some of you noticed that my left hand was not functioning as well as, uh, it you know, I wasn't using it as much as my right hand. And he's like, but I want to tell you, my left hand is fine. He's like, uh, it, it, it had a sore, you know, had a pain to it, and I, I was halting using it. Um, but now my problem is my right hand, and it does this really, like, somber music where it's like there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and 
I, I, it's growing and I don't know what to do with it. And then it starts playing the um, Incredible Hulk theme song. And he's lifting <laughs> up his hand and he's holding the fucking Hulk foam glove over his That's hand. That's really good. Like, you son of a bitch. Damn, but, more like he was giving himself a stranger. He sat on his left hand for a little while. It got a little too numb. Well, that could have been. I don't know. He's that. He, he's allowed to do that. That's <laughs> that's his right. Ninety-five years of janking on your own nut. <laughs> Think about that, man. But it's troubling. He, he yeah, he had a he he had a <coughs> really good life. He even lived one of it, it's one of my favorite things. You know, it, it sucked because um, it was the first time I was going to meet him, and he canceled the con because mm-hmm. he was having a pacemaker put in. And then he Damn. comes right back, and he says. Well, I mean, Iron Man did it. That was like it's the true. first thing. He's like, well, it's true. I guess now I'm technically Iron Man. Spider-Man at heart, and now mostly Iron Man. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know. I'm surprised he didn't life. just like have a fan event to watch him get his pacemaker put in. <laughs> he probably could have. God damn. It would have sold that. I remember being in line, uh, hearing him on the other side of the like curtain when i was getting ready mm-hmm. to meet him and the dude was like he, like he ate his sandwich and he like finished it he didn't even eat all of it and the security guard walked out to throw away the sandwich and this guy in line's like hey i'll buy that from you and stan's like <laughs> you don't want that it wasn't really that good that's fine <laughs> oh man just i don't know he had a great life great work uh for across his whole career of course i personally am like Thank you for everything that you provided me, inspiration-wise. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, it's once in a lifetime that you get to see uh, someone of that caliber. Oh, yeah. Like, getting the nickname the modern-day Mark Twain is... That, that, that kind of explain For me, that explains a lot of it. Like, mm-hmm. he... Just a fantastic storyteller. Yeah. Awesome. All right, and and the, speaking of fantastic stories, speak yeah, it's uh, this looks this so is, good. This still wraps into the the Marvel realm uh, sure. because we have Ryan Reynolds voicing your boy Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Detective Pikachu movie had a trailer drop that instantly destroyed the entire internet. You are not listening to this on the internet. This was mailed to you. It's. Um, I love it. It's it's so interesting. This is gonna. It's everything I've always wanted. Like, it has that. Like sometimes when you're in the midst of something, you don't understand how interesting it is, even if you're mm. looking at it. Like mm. at the time, people went to the theaters and they watched Beetlejuice, but they didn't know twenty years later the way it would like look and feel. As they didn't know Beetlejuice it. was Beetlejuice when they went to go see it. They knew it was something, but they didn't know what. Exactly. And this, I get a very similar feel. Like, we have no idea. This is cool. We love Pokemon. But you look at him, and he's like, Pikachu's kind of furry. And he's interesting. And, mm-hmm. like, especially when they show Mr. Mime. That's he is extremely fucking cursed. horror show. Um, yeah, I don't But like it's that. super weird. And I think, I think in, like, eight years when people are like, hey, do you remember that movie? It's going to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, that was really weird. Because we're going to have a whole standard of Pokemon movies. Probably. That are going to come yeah, after it, like, this. I, I do not see this not making a fucking trillion dollars. Oh, yeah. It no. looks amazing. I mean, it's the perfect time to release this live uh-huh. action style movie. Because the people who grew up watching this 
are now old enough to have kids of their own and they're going to drag yeah. every one of their fucking kids to this movie. Yeah. It's perfect. The like I I don't think the Pokémon company, you know, understood this when they started out even though they mm-hmm. had this great big universe. Um but goddamn if they're not capitalizing on it. There's been some really fucking amazing memes around this too. Like we just saw the Bulbasaurs, like a collection of Bulbasaurs kind of walking down the river, like sort of looks like they're like chasing little fairies or something. Um I saw a really good picture of that and then the next image was good the uh, from the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. The um the doctors and they're yeah. like they travel in herds. They do travel in herds. So like, beautiful. The Psyduck is really a nightmare. The Psyduck's a nightmare. The Mr. Mime's kind of a nightmare. Mr. Mime is going to be it's going to be really funny, but up close. I always thought his hair I don't know. I don't it's know if horns. that's hair. Those are horns. It's not. It's everything on him is part of his body. That Mr. Mimes don't wear clothes. Right. His his shoulders look like kickballs. Yeah. His feet are made of the same thing as his hair is made out of. Exactly. Which is some kind of like chitinous material. Like Horror all Pokemon show. are inherently cursed. If there's a single fucking jinx in this movie, I swear to God, me and Black Lives Matter are gonna fuck this shit up. <laughs> but like the humanoid Pokemon are obviously the most fucked. Because oh, yeah. you have to realize that they don't wear anything. It's all, like, shell or, like, part of their clothing. It looks like maybe those, like, Greninjas are evil or something. Yeah, they look like they're, like, maybe they're, like, like lab-tested. Yeah. Oh, they or, are. It looks like they're escaping from a lab or something. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, a Team Rocket Cursed. thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, Team Rocket loves those Ninja-type Pokemon. Yeah. Well, Damn, they, Warframe tie-in. They love the dark and poison, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this, I think this movie looks fantastic. Oh my um, God. I think it looks amazing. I've heard people that are like, Oh, this completely ruins it. Pikachu looks like shit. I'm like, this is amazing. This is all I want. Like if they made this, if this was the new Skyrim coming out, I would fucking lose my mind forever. Yeah. That really could have been Danny DeVito as Pikachu though. That would have been so funny, man. Ryan Reynolds sounds really good. Yeah. It looks really good. Does. I'm definitely going to enjoy it, but it could have been so much more. <laughs> May imagine, 11th is when we're looking at this coming out next year. Imagine Gilbert Godfrey oh, doing the God Pikachu voice. damn it. He's going to be the Mr. Mime voice. Hello. Mr. Mime will be completely silent for like the entire movie. At the very end, he'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really Gilbert like... Godfrey's going to be Jigglypuff. Oh, shit. That would be amazing. I'm going to cut this bitch's throat with a bottle. Like. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I love the little. Like, we always knew that the curly Puff had the curl. The Superman uh-huh. traditional cur- curl. It's real as fuck to see it like that, though. Yeah. Wow. Just she's seeing pissed. It. She's going to fuck that guy up. He made the wrong fucking decision that night. See Look at the, the uh, fur, poster man. on the wall. The Machop versus uh, Primeape. Or Machamp, I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, the little details of this really fucking get me. They also had it's like, uh, Arna- Articuno vs. Steelix poster on them mm. in the same style. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. There's some good ones. Like, in this shot, who, oh, do, we, shit. who do we have? We have a Squirtle. Damn. I hope he has sunglasses. A little Jigglypuff down there. It's looking really extremely fucking good. The Psyduck, though. The, the eyes on the Psyduck. It's nightmarish. It, really really sketchy um yeah but this is gonna be a fun ride i can't wait to go check this damn out. did you see that uh braviary no where, where was that one at? of the newer uh, flying types when they were looking through that gate 
and you can see the squirtle on the side. Braviary is behind the dude's shoulder. Oh, really? Let me, let me go um, to that. Yeah, it's like when they're... Uh... Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's At first, I was like, Pikachu. what the fuck is that idiot? Yeah. And I finally got it. That's cool. Yeah, this is going to be a fun... You say this one's May next year? May 11th, <laughs> we're looking at. That works for me. I think. I'm in. Hell yeah, I'll, just, get, I'll be fucking midnight. I'll be watching that shit. Yeah. Take no, three that, days well, off of work to decompress. Like after the fucking 2016 election. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God, I needed this. <gasps> but, yeah, yeah. I, I Yeah, this is going to be this is gonna be fun. I can't wait to Damn, see I'm the I'm about to publicity. go watch that fucking breakdown 60 plus Pokemon for my GM. Thanks. Jesus Christ. I, I can't. I can't wait to see the like publicity that we get to see early oh, on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are those all Pidgeys? You I can't really get a good look at them. Some of them look Damn, like the Psyduck. squirrels. But you know the Psyduck is gonna do like the whole movie is gonna be completely useless. And he's gonna do one fucked up thing, and it's gonna be so cool. Yeah, I don't know. There's like Pidgeys, and then there's like some little floating blobs. Yeah, maybe cast cast forms. Drifloom. Uh, no, well, could be Drifloons, could be Casty Forms. Those, that's the guy that changes with the weather. Yeah, because he's got like a cloudy ass. He's got like a cute little like fucking tin tin head and a little fucking puffy ass. Look at the Psyduck in that shot with the blue car and the girl. Uh huh. He looks a little nightmare. different there, but still, it's still nightmare. This glassy fucking eyes. He's seen some shit. He's seen ah. some stuff and some shit. He doesn't recommend either. Two things. Stuff and shit. Look how tiny the car is. That's yeah. European. <laughs> that, that's a car for one. Hell yeah. Zero if you can fucking fit him. <laughs> Just Mr. Mimes go piling out of that car. That would be what so a fucking nightmare. I would lose my shit if it, like, a little car pulled up and, like, <laughs> and had, like, a little horn and then, like, meep, meep. 68 Mr. Mimes come out. That would be fucking horrifying. Yeah, I see the Articuno versus Steelix. That's pretty dope. I yeah. love that he's just like a fucking Pokemon nerd and he never had a Pokemon. Because yeah. that's real as shit. That's me. That's... <laughs> just a total uh, dork idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Cool. Um, yeah, but I'm, that's... I'm for that. That's pretty much all we had. Um, had some, some ups and downs in this show. We're playing a lot of stuff, yeah. too. And it's, this was a... This was a wild show, yeah. Yeah, it's really been a ride. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure to keep up with us over on Facebook. Uh, let me get rid of these. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. You can chat with us on the daily about all the stuff that's coming up. Uh, we appreciate every comment, like, and share over there because that's how we get around is word of mouth. As well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live. Um, and uh and more uh you know sometimes um i kind of cross post my own stream over here so if you're looking to see you know some pokemon some red dead divinity fallout um or anything else that i'm streaming on uh, pc or console the only thing i can't stream on now is mobile hmm. so Interesting. i don't know that could be something to look into doing like a little side thing while i'm playing pokemon i can have the pokemon go app up, sure. so i transfer stuff That'd be cool yeah uh but yeah a lot of stuff going on over there too so um appreciate all the follows for that but until next week guys thanks for hanging out and listening i am night swarm and i'm filter cord have a good one <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>